Down and safe. I'm Dave. I'm Richard. And welcome to Spacefall, a Blake 7 podcast. And this is episode zero, which we're calling Down and Safe. What we want to do in this episode is just very briefly go over who we are, what we're doing, and why we're doing it, so that we don't have to burden any of our main episodes with all of that background stuff. So, yes, that's exactly right. We'll get all the admin stuff out of the way early. Yep, yeah, that's exactly right. So, welcome to the podcast. Hopefully, if you're here, you are either someone who is a Blake 7 fan and wants to rewatch the series with us, or you're someone who would like to be a Blake 7 fan and is going to discover the series with us. <laughs> or you're one of the hardcore. Yeah, or you're just curious. Yes, indeed. So, we've been doing podcasts in the past. I've done the Doctor Who show. We've both been on 42 to Doomsday, which was a now sadly lamented Doctor Who podcast. Yes, and concurrently with this, we're also doing the Goodies Pirate podcast. Which is a run through every episode of The Goodies. It was, and so because we've almost finished The Goodies, we thought, what's another series we love that we're going to run through and that isn't going to take up too many years of our life? Yes. <laughs> so not Babylon 5. So not Babylon 5. But no, Blake 7 is a show that we're both very, very big fans of. I've, I've had it in my top two or three shows basically since I discovered it, what, 20, mm. 30 years ago. And you obviously saw it on first I broadcast. Am. I'm old enough to have seen it on first broadcast and, and really have been watching it ever since. I probably went through a couple of rediscoveries. Yeah, I occasionally go through a big rediscovery, but even then, not a year will go by where I don't at least pull a few Blake Sevens off mm. the shelf and just dip into it. But it's also, I think, a great series to really do a podcast like this on because there is a lot going on below the surface. There's a lot to complement, a lot to sort of look into, a lot to actually analyse. And I think particularly with someone like Chris Boucher being the not the showrunner, but the script editor, and you know, even Terry Nation with all his big ideas, there actually is stuff to analyse. It's not just making stuff up or looking for stuff that's not there. No, that's right. And particularly, I think, if you're into world building, there is a lot of hints there uh, about the world underneath it that obviously fans have spent many years trying to construct a coherent narrative from. Look, that's exactly right. So they're the sort of things that we're going to be doing. We're going to go through the series in order, one episode of the series per episode of the podcast. We're going to release them fortnightly, which means yep. we're starting now a two-year journey, <laughs> which is a bit daunting now that I say it out loud. Yeah, it is a bit, but uh, we've just committed ourselves to two years worth of podcasts. It is. So it's just a bit of admin and the way it's all going to work. The two of us will be co-hosting this podcast, leading this podcast. We hope to get others on to be a third person on a number of podcasts, and who they are and how we do them will be something we'll evolve as we go on, but... It won't just be the two of us, but you'll hear a lot of the two of us. <laughs> and certainly we're going to allocate a leader to each episode who's going to have the job of doing the in-depth research, but we'll all be watching them and we'll all be making our own comments. Now, during the course of these podcasts, we're going to make reference to a couple of things, not because we've plagiarised them or we know, we're stealing their material, but because we are going to mention them in conversation as talking points and because they are very good references. Yes, they are. The first is a book called Liberation by... Alan Stevens and Fiona Moore, which was published it's a few years ago now through Telos. Yeah, and that's a very good book that we will refer to occasionally. Not so much for the reference material per se, but because they have some very interesting fan speculation. They do. It's less of a program guide and more of a review and analysis of the themes 
behind each episode and how that drives particularly the character arcs. Yes. And there are some very good discussions in there. Yeah, some of which we agree with, some of which we don't. But when we reference the theory as put forward by Liberation, that's what we're referring to. Yes. The other one is more of a visual medium. And a big shout out to the chap behind the Twitter feed, Making Blake Seven, who is in the process of going through from a production viewpoint and cataloguing as much behind the scenes information and photographs and like a production diary as he can. Yes, and done in real time. Yes. At the time this episode goes out, he'll be somewhere around the end of Series A. But that is a fantastic resource. And he has got some amazing photographs in there. Yeah, very well worth checking out. And when we do mention something that he has discovered or put forward, we want to give him full credit for that. It's great to come each morning and refresh the feed and suddenly find there's 76 new tweets (laughs) detailing production on whichever episode it is he's up to. Or some of the background model shots which have photographs of incredible detail that we yes recollections from the production team and cast members yes Uh, so as i say we're not going to plagiarize these things but we want to give credit where it's due and mention them and of course old school we'll be using the program guide as well yes venerable tome that it is now it is but it's the first time i ever saw a list of blake seven episodes it is actually it was my bible on the series for many years speaking of the series bible one thing we want to say at this point as well is that this podcast will focus very much on the televised material and the 52 episodes particularly. Yes, probably less on what we'll call the extended universe. Yeah, partly because there's just so much of it and it's very hard to draw a line. There are a couple that I think we will give a bit of a look at too uh, in terms of looking at what happened after Blake 7 finished, but Mm. we won't be going through every original novel, every original audio recording. No, we're not going to go through and extend by by doing all the, the big finish titles, no. Now... One thing that we've always done with our goodies podcast is we have not just a open discussion at the start, but a number of set segments that we do to try and give a little bit of form and shape to our discussion. Yes, so we've decided to continue that here with a number of regular segments, one of which will be guest stars. So that's looking, obviously, at anybody who joins the cast for a week. Yeah, some of these people, when you actually get down to it, although they've only been in Blake 7 once, Some of these people have got careers going back to like the 30s and the 40s. Yeah, they do get some really good guest stars. Yeah, so we'll just be having a look at that and seeing if there's anyone we can mention. Another segment is going to be what we're calling Liberator Database, which is looking how the episode that we're analysing at this point goes towards the world building of Blake 7. Now, we're going to do it very much as if we are discovering the series. So we will look backwards rather than forwards in this segment, but but highlighting stuff that actually does build the Blake 7 world and links the series. Yes, so we won't be probably too spoiler-heavy if you're someone discovering the series for the first time or someone not hugely familiar with the series. No, but as we get forward, we will hopefully link stuff in episodes back to setups and all the rest of it and try and find these threads that flow through the series. Yes, now one, one other one we've decided on here is a segment we're calling... Look, it was the 1970s. (laughs) We're here to celebrate Blake 7. Blake 7 has come in for some, I think, unfair criticism over the years, probably about the quality of some of the special effects and the production. Yes, and and now it's even getting a little bit of criticism for not being woke enough. Yes, so we'll probably make a blanket statement at the start. Look, we're not going to really pick any of the special effects apart unless they are really bad or indeed really good. Yeah, we won't actually have a look at what was going on in the 70s, how that reflects the production. There will be some times when we will point out to some stuff that is, shall we say, problematic in today's worldview. Yes. Uh, Spoiler alert, Bounty will be part of that discussion. (laughs) (laughs) 
And yeah, look, we'll be looking at occasions when, you know, a, a special effect is particularly poor, even by the 70s standard, and that actually does affect the episode. Hello, Harvest of Kairos. Yes, but it is also, as we just said, it is also a chance to probably look at some of the real-world stuff that's maybe influencing some of the scripts. Exactly, and particularly some of the way that ideas that might have been particularly relevant or uh, insightful in the 1970s don't have the same resonance today, Mm. and just pick those out. So it is a chance to reflect on the era of Blake 7. We will pick a few holes, but as we say, it'll be done with love, and we'll uh, we'll be picking out some good stuff there as well. Our next segment is, what cool line did Chris Boucher write for Avon this week? (laughs) There is a fairly well-known story with Blake Seven that Chris Boucher has said on numerous occasions that pretty much every line Paul Darrow uttered came from his pen, not anybody else's. So we decided to have a bit of a lighter segment where we will simply look at some of the lines Paul Darrow was given. Uh, Yeah, particularly as we get on into the series and uh, Paul Darrow and Chris Boucher have a growing friendship <laughs> they find a mutual love of spaghetti westerns and they actually just have said they spend a lot of time down the pub just thinking up really cool lines or really good moments for Avon, for Avon to say yeah. yeah and our final segment for each podcast is going to be what we're calling player of the week where we look at who we've decided as individuals so we might have different ones or we might have the same ones each week but who it was whether they're from the cast or the production team that we think deserves a particular award for that episode as a standout performance. Yes, they won't all be Avon, so... Uh... <laughs> no, no. And I, I'm sure that for a few of mine, I've definitely got some production team people in mind yeah, as well. So, so we'll have a look at that. So you can find us online on Facebook, we are Spacefall Blake Seven Podcast. On Twitter, we are at SpacefallPC, as in Spacefall Podcast. And by email, we are SpacefallPC at gmail.com. Mm, excellent. So... That's all we have to wrap up. We're going to dive very shortly into our first episode, which is The Way Back, and then you'll be getting another one from us every two weeks for the next two years. Hopefully you'll stick with us. Hopefully you will, and we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for listening to Spacefall, a Blake 7 podcast. Recorded in Australia by David Kitchen and Richard Nolan. If you enjoy our chat, please subscribe and leave a review. We can be contacted by email via spacefallpc at gmail.com. We can also be found online at facebook.com slash spacefallpc and on Twitter at spacefallpc. Richard and Dave also co-host the Goodies Pirate podcast and Dave co-hosts the Doctor Who show podcast on which Richard also appears from time to time. We'll be back in a fortnight with more Blake 7. Confirmed?